Ash, how are you doing? Oh, Greg, I'm good. Welcome to another episode of Haunted Pub Girl. Yeah, I've been we... looking forward to this. Yes, we are staying in the Fife area of Scotland because there's tons of haunted pubs that we found. So, yeah, there is, there is, and I've got two that are on um, the same road. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. There's some very strange happenings um, on these these two pubs. So, uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of information on both of those. Awesome. Awesome. I've got three, two. See how see how we go for time. Yeah. May keep it to two. We'll see. Two each, maybe. Yeah. Cool. 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 We so, see. Yeah. So okay. I'll start then. I'll go with my first one. It's at the north end of Kilcaldy High Street. It's called Betty Nichols Public House. Cool. Yeah, let me get a picture of that up for you. So there we go. Oh, nice green. Google Street View. Some <laughs> guy. I don't know if he's a bouncer or what. <laughs> um, so this building has been occupied by and operated as a pub since at least 1741 when it was known as the Victoria Bar. Wow. And during the centuries that has been trading it's changed hands several times between the main brewers until in 2002 it was sold and is now privately owned so it's been around what's that 270 years mm, yeah nearly 300 yeah yeah i think some of the ones that we were talking about last week on the last episode they were also um yeah, yeah around that sort of time yeah yeah so the pub retains many of its original features which creates a pleasant, oldie-worldie atmosphere. It does, however, seem that the building has kept more than it's just just its charm, with numerous unexplained occurrences being experienced by both the staff and the customers, which is quite cool. And the incidents were reported in the Fife Free Press. The incidents were reported in the Fife Free Press. Not so easy for me to say. And the article is quoted on the pub's website as follows. Whiskey and vodka aren't the only spirits that can be found at Betty Nichols this year. The Kakaldi pub has its own ghost, according to members of staff who have witnessed some spooky goings on. The pub, located in the east end of the high street, has been in existence since the early 18th century and is no stranger to ghostly incidents. Just before Christmas, cleaner Vicky Drysdale got the fright of her life when she arrived for work a little earlier than usual. When she entered the back room as part of her daily routine, she jumped out of her skin when she saw a tea light burning on one of the tables. CCTV footage also showed a flame flickering when previous images from throughout the night had shown nothing. Ah. Quite odd. A little Mm. bit of CCTV to back it up as well. Yeah, that's cool. Because when we're talking on other episodes of this, it's been quite hearsay stuff. Pretty anecdotal. Pretty, pretty anecdotal. Nothing firm. But this one, there's a CCTV image change. And Vicky said that she came in early, about 7am, and went through to check the back room. When she opened the door, it was pitch black, but noticed that one of the candles was burning. I got fright and panicked. There's no way a tea light that size could have burned all night. I blew it out and quickly shut the door. 
I definitely think there is a ghost here. Every time I go into the back, I'm now a bit edgy. I've never been back through that early since, and the barmaids don't like going down to the cellar for ice anymore. So, yeah, anybody who's looked at a tea light, they only burn for a little while, don't they? They're not. Yeah, yeah, a couple of hours. Usually. Yeah. So the article goes on to describe the experiences of one of the barmaids who works at the pub. She was able to confirm the general dislike of the cellar area amongst the staff and their reasons for this, with Joe Dalton, who's barmaid at the pub, saying, I've not had a direct experience with a ghost, but you certainly get a feeling of a presence down in the cellar as if someone was watching you. One of the other barmaids does, however, appear to have had a direct encounter with the spirits in the bar, as well as the ones on the shelves. She claimed to have seen the ghosts, and the article continues to describe her experience and some of the other occurrences, as told by the bar owners. Um, Sandy Haxton, who is the bar's owner, said, Our other barmaid, Vicky, maintains there's definitely a psychic presence in the pub. She claims that she can see the ghostly figures of two men and a dog walking about. We've had other members of staff hearing bells and seeing figures in the mirror. I'm not really into any of this rubbish, but after looking at the tape, I'm beginning to believe it myself. It's bad enough trying to get the staff just now without freaking them out with ghost <laughs> stories. True. With seemingly regular reports such as these, it's not surprising that the bar has attracted the attention of paranormal organisations. Always looking for somewhere new to, to go on a paranormal investigation. Some of whom have been given the opportunity to carry out investigations in the premises during which they've reported hearing unexplained noises along with experiencing dropping temperatures in the cellar with no apparent cause. The press also reported one visit by a respected psychic caseworker called Archibald Laurie to the premises. Archibald, author of the Psychic Investigators Casebook, visited Betty Nichols last June with a medium to give a talk about his new book. He said they detected spiritual movements during the visit. I'm called to various sites to get rid of spooky things. I chat to the spirits and they tell me their story before moving on. And in Betty Nichols, we definitely felt the presence of memories from the past. So whatever or whoever is causing these unexplained events remains a mystery. The figures are still yet to be identified by witnesses, but hopefully over the coming years, some answers will be provided. And that is Betty Nichols. Hmm. Cool names, Arthur. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like the, the the when they say like with the spirit, it's different times. It's so so cliche, but I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. It still makes me laugh. Yeah, that's it. Anytime pubs and spirits, <laughs> classic, classic. <laughs> but yeah, spooky pub. Cool. And good to have CCTV. Like mm. random flame burning. That is pretty weird. Yeah, and to see it. No flame, and then a few frames later with flame. That's pretty cool. 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 So my first pub is in Tayport, not too far away. And this is the so. <laughs> I'm gonna try and pronounce this because it's like you know when Scottish people like on social media they sometimes write in like a Scottish accent. Yep. Like with the words, so like you can read it in, as you're reading it, you're sort of saying it in a Scouse accent, um, Scouse, Scottish accent. This is how this pub is. Um, so it's <laughs> it's spelled the Ould Hoose okay. Public House. 
Nice, nice um, accent. So that the Ultus public house <laughs> is situated in one of the oldest parts of Tayport cool. on White Hill and has always been a public house. It dates from the early 19th century, so not quite as old as, as your pub, but still pretty yeah. old, and stands right next to the graveyard of the old kirk. And parts of this church were built as early as 1607. And most of the graves around here are those of shipmasters, as Tayport's harbour was a very busy one back in those days. The graveyard wall sits right next to the garage that's built into the side of the pub, and as a result, the graves behind this wall are at eye level when you're in the bar, so you can look out the window and see the graves in the graveyard, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And this is the Oudhus. I think you butchered that accent, but yeah. <laughs> Your grand will be disappointed. <laughs> Although detailed history of this building seems to be difficult to find, the owners say that ghostly events have been reported throughout the years, some of which they experienced themselves. Some from previous owners, and also from the customers who have frequented there in the past. Some of the examples of paranormal activity are a mist, coming from nowhere, that's seen in the lounge area. Nice. The sound of pool balls moving on their own when nobody's in that room. And that's Weird. quite a specific like sound. Very specific. Like, like pool balls to... clinking together yeah. and like off the wall of the table and stuff. Yeah, it's. I think you in your head you can imagine that straight away. If you heard it, you go, mm. I know what that is. Yeah. yeah, and then you go in that room and there's no one in there. Just an empty table. Two members of staff at the same time felt somebody rushed past them near the bar, but again, there's no one there. But they both felt the and that feeling where sort of when someone's in your personal space, you just know that someone's there, someone rushing past you. But for both of them to experience it, well, pretty hard, pretty hard. Uh, two sets of doors have opened and shut in the small bar bar area. And the posters lifted up as if caused by a draft from someone running past. Customers present at the same time witnessed the doors being flung open as if someone had walked into the room. So it definitely sounds like somebody came in the room. Yeah, definitely. Two members of staff felt it. They had the posters on the wall, like sort of lifting up, and the door being flung open. So it must have been pretty strong wind. Which yeah. could be wind, could be wind. Yeah, yeah. But could quite be. a strong wind to fling the door open, I guess. Ooh, Allow, I go on. Like, I was going to say, when you when you can sense somebody's behind you, you get that sort of like a change in the, mm. like the atmosphere around you. So if they've both experienced that at the same time, generally if somebody, if you, oh God, I've got goose, literally got <laughs> goosebumps all over my body now, talking about that. But you can, yeah, you get a, a sense that somebody's watching you or, or yeah. whatever. And there usually is somebody there. You can look at someone and they can sort of sense that you're you're looking at them or whatever. But yeah, odd, odd. A loud noise has been heard. There's something got thrown in the small bar. That was heard by a member of staff. He went into the next, who's in the next room. He went into the room again. Nobody's in there. When they got in there, 
There's a pack of playing cards on the floor. They'd been arranged in a semicircle, and all the cards were face down apart from the two jokers. Oh, what? <laughs> and previous to this, the cards had been in the box, sat on the bar. But now they were spread in a semicircle with the jokers face up. No, that's odd. <laughs> that's some creepy shit. Yeah, that's proper horror film <laughs> level. The Joker's yeah. calling card. Yeah, that's odd. Not, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be a fan of going there. <laughs> Make some poker. Yeah, pub poker. If they can manipulate the cards like that without touching them, poker's probably not a great idea. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, glasses have been seen flying off the shelf, which is quite a common one mm. with pubs, is sort of glasses moving and... Do you think that's because that's quite... Obviously, there's a lot of glasses in a pub, but that's a very good way of getting attention. It's just smashing a glass. It's like a... It happens when there's, like, fights. Every, mm. I don't know. It's quite a distinctive, loud, easy sound, and they can just... I suppose it's not quite as much energy to... to and I guess off. if it's, like, if it's an old staff member that's still there or an old customer who's there for years... Like they're used to picking up the glasses and mm. might have smashed a few in the time. So it could just be. So that's what they're used to doing. It's just like sliding the glass or something mm. and knocking it off the table or what have you. So or be. they might have just not paid him properly. He's going along the bar going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Have all these glasses back in Maybe. his afterlife. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's just my aggressiveness coming out there. Sorry. So the Paranormal Discovery team have been investigating and they recorded a very loud male voice in the pub when no one's present and the voice was only heard on the recording not at the time by the investigators out of there ICVP and they also recorded when the pub was empty overnight a sound very like pool balls being hit so again they recorded they actually got like the sound that's of cool being hit at that noise so not only if customers heard it and staff heard it. The paranormal investigation team also heard it. That's cool. And there's literally no one in the pub overnight, so amazing. Yeah, so again, another hmm, quite a lot of like like in the last episode in this in the same area, there's a lot of different stuff going on. Hmm. Yeah, like each each of these pubs, which is uh, it's really cool, pretty, pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I like that one. I like that one. Cool. So next up for me, and I will butcher this name, and I do <laughs> apologise to anybody. If this is the Thayer's Arms, I think I pronounced that right. F e u a r s, Thayer's Arms. So, so reports. It's almost like it's, it's almost like it's a different country. These, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's it. You would think it was a different country, wouldn't you? Um, so reports of unexplained occurrences in the pub include the sounds of items being moved around in empty areas, similar to what you've experienced in in the previous pub. Footsteps being heard as though someone is running down the stairs towards the kitchen area, but when checked, it's found that no one's there. Beer pumps turning themselves off and the sound of a woman singing. 
In February 2005, a local paranormal group carried out an investigation at the pub, accompanied by a reporter from one of the papers. The landlord at the time advised that in addition to the experiences already listed, there had also been incidents where staff felt as though someone touched them on their shoulder when there was no one else present. It was also claimed that one particular section of the cellar always felt cold, no matter how warm the rest of the cellar or building was. And on one occasion, the landlord took his dog down to the basement, and as they approached the area, the dog was said to have become distressed and freaked out. So dogs and animals do have sort of a, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a different sense of yeah, seeing stuff that's not there. Um, and definitely they're able to, to pick up on things that we certainly can't. You hear about dogs being able to um, recognise people when they've got uh, like a, a fit coming on or they're about to have a seizure. The dogs can sense that before it happens, which is yeah, quite yeah. cool. Uh, earthquakes, animals are very quick to pick up on earthquakes even before their tremors are felt. Um, so they've definitely got a different sense of what's going on. And cows lay down when it's going to rain. They do. They do. Basically the same thing. Yeah. But it's true. It is true. It's true. So the investigation team who attended the property reported seeing a number of light anomalies during the night, as well as hearing some tapping noises. And one member stated she felt someone touch her on the shoulder. When she looked, lo and behold, there was no one near her. However, according to the article that was subsequently written in the newspaper, the most interesting occurrence took place when they carried out an experiment with a glass which was placed upturned on top of one of the tables in the bar area. The team repeatedly called out to any ghosts in the building and requested that they demonstrated that they were present by moving the glass and... After a short time, it said that the glass did slide a few inches across the table. No one was touching the glass at the time and the table had not been moved or inadvertently knocked. This incident was witnessed by all those present and to date, no natural explanation has been found for the glass apparently moving on its own. Which seemingly, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Now, that's happened to me and I'll explain after this bit where that happened. Mm-hmm. With seemingly high levels of unexplained phenomena occurring in the pub, it continues to be of interest to the paranormal community and, hopefully, investigations will continue and eventually some answers will be provided. And that is the Fayer's Arms. Okay, so what's your glass story? So, true story. Me and um, my daughter, we were out in... Pizza Express in Whitney used to be uh, in Whitney it used to be an old mill town where they made blankets um, and Whitney's famous for blankets apparently um, in in this particular Pizza Express it's quite an old building there was a glass on our table and I shit you not they moved and both of us looked at each other and were like did you see that how far, how far did it move? Moved about three or four, five inches, something like that. It just went, wow. And we both just looked at each other and was like, what? I was like, did you just see that? And she was like, yep. We both saw it and it was like, I was sat one side at a little table. She was sat the opposite. Like when there's like four of you at a little table, she was like sat the opposite side to me. 
um yeah very strange and that was an old building um it's a very historic town in whitney but yeah very old, oh. very old. so I, I kind of get that get that sort of like phenomena of happening so that's quite cool that's a few years ago now but it's good doing like like saying no one's actually touched it because obviously when you use like use like a glass of your Ouija board or mm. just doing like just like sort of spirit talking with the glass on the table or yeah someone's whatever. touching it like you, you have got people touching it so it's either that person's energy or is it like the unconscious energy moving it blah 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 when no one's touching it like in that case and in your case exactly just, that's even weirder that's cool you've been back to that pizza express yeah I go there quite a lot Go there quite a lot. Um, never had anything else happen there. You've sat at the same table. Yeah, I've sat at the same table. It doesn't feel weird in there. It's quite mm. a nice, light, airy place. Quite a modern pizza express, basically. But just not mm. like a a pizza, like like a Domino's or something like that. It's yeah, quite. Yeah. They they convert a lot of the, the older buildings and Whitney's down like the high street in Whitney. There's quite a lot of old buildings that they do a lot of them have been converted to like pubs or or restaurants um but yeah so that's that's been pretty cool been pretty cool but no no weird experiences other than that been back there many many times over the years nothing feels weird there there's no kind of weird atmosphere there's nothing just just happened very strange didn't it freak us out it's just like we looked at each other and was like did you see that and she was like yeah that was it we kind of like can't explain it but it didn't feel weird yeah which yeah. was odd but yeah cool awesome so that takes it on to my second pub for this episode which is the Laffons Inn okay let me just bring that up or oh, the Inn at Laffons it's also known as and this lies approximately five miles from St Andrews in the East Nuke of Fife. This quaint hotel is reputed to be St Andrew's oldest coaching inn, being some 400 years old. Now, a couple of these pubs we talked about have been described as a coaching inn, and I've not even looked at what that means. <laughs> Do you know what it means? Is it? I'm laughing. I'm thinking maybe horses. Like It's got to be to do with that, because like coach... Yeah, because um, there's a lot of pubs around here called Coach and Horses, or it's just one of those old things that people sat in, like a taxi bit, like a horse-drawn carriage, isn't it? Yeah, maybe it's like where the drivers went to, drivers or operators or the horses went to have a drink, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And let the horses have a drink in the water or something. I don't know. But it does keep seeing it, coaching in. I should really, just, let's take this a second on Google, but. Anyway, yeah, coaching in. So this one's 400 years old. So we're going a bit older than the other pubs. And the oldest part of the building is the former stables, horses, which is now a function room. And the front part of the house dates back to the 17th century. Okay. There's a marriage lintel dated 1718 above the fireplace, which was to commemorate the marriage of former owners, Jonah Kirk and Ewan Lindsay, who ran the establishment as they drove us in. Such an old building deserves to have a ghost or two. 
which this appears to do. And there have been many recent strange events at the inn reported by guests and staff. I mean, I guess like it's four hundred years old. Yeah, it's getting it's getting very old. Definitely. So a couple of things that have been happening there: you got doors and windows opening, closing by themselves. You got fire tools swinging and also moving from one side of the fireplace to the other. It's like the old like irons and the pokes and stuff. Yeah, just moving. There's a baby crying that's been heard in the upstairs office. Had to be. <laughs> Love a crying baby. Uh, I don't even like live ones. Um, There's <laughs> a, a grey swirling mist that appears above beds in the hotel part of the building. And there's a grey lady and her horse are reputed to reside in the old stables, who is believed to be Jonah Kirk, who ran the inn, as we previously mentioned, from 1718 until her death in 1736. So it's her ghost that is believed to be seen. Maybe it's her responsible for all of these strange things happening. Maybe. At this yeah. Odd. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting old 400-year-old pub there. Yeah, definitely creepy. Never good when you're crying babies, especially when there, there isn't a baby there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Swirling mists above the bed, that's never good either. Never good. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, some odd pubs we visited tonight. So, yep, and we'll have more next week. Absolutely. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. See you then.